0: All right, so we talked about the foundational supplements. Now let's talk about the mid-level. What would make this section more special that many of these supplements would have to cycle? We spoke about cycling, so yes. the foundation, you don't really need to cycle them. They're just like water. You, you consume them uh, to nourish the body. These, uh, some of them, they need cycling. And I think the first one is one that you cycle, right? It's the low-dose resveratrol. So I know resveratrol before. I know I know
1: that's a, uh, one that you're pretty passionate about, Ramon. But, um, you know, this is uh, a little bit of controversy on it because, and you know, I'll explain to you the way I see it, at one point, uh, David Sinclair was all about it. You know, there was even a lot of investments going into it. They were posting great research. Then research came back not so great about resveratrol. They weren't able to replicate. David Sinclair is one of the most prominent. He's, see he a Harvard or an MIT researcher? Right? Harvard, Harvard. He's a Harvard researcher yes. on uh, on
0: on longevity. he yeah, it, it works. He works in the lab, but actually research longevity since the '90s. So, oh it, wow, it's like it's a pretty uh, solid lab. Um, they, they found a lot of good stuff even before he came.
1: Even before, right, right. So resveratrol, they were all about it, and then and then some research, not so promising research came in. And then this is actually how I found you, Ramon, because I was doing a lot of research on resveratrol myself and I found your YouTube channel and uh what I learned from you is it's a lot of it has to do with how you take resveratrol. So just taking yeah. it at high dosage, dosage. is yeah. not and the dosage and, and the timing and everything may not be good, but the way you take it, uh, can have some benefits. So Ramon, I'm gonna let you take it away since this was one you were very passionate about.
0: Uh you want me to touch on the controversies? I'm sure. sure. And everything, yeah. Sure. So one of the controversies is like a lotus resveratrol activates something called SIRT1, and SIRT1 in animals doesn't show increasing maximum lifespan, but it does increase health span. What do I mean by that? These animals that uh, took resveratrol, they have a very young body uh, before they died. So they died most of the time with cancer, but a young body. And let's so just I say that's right, it wasn't the resveratrol that caused the cancer, it's just- Oh ah, yeah, of course not. died from cancer. Yeah, yeah. But if you gave it to obese animals who die from diabetes and cardiovascular disease, suddenly resveratrol is extremely effective. And, you know, humans, we, we have less ca- much less cancer, more diabetes, and cardiovascular disease than, than mice, mm-hmm. uh, lab mice. Another issue is that uh, Sinclair, he, he sold a company that tried to make a drug out of resveratrol, so they had to change, uh, uh, you know, the, the structure to, to have a patent. And it didn't work. So, a lot, so you know, humans. Sometimes we take something natural; it works, but it, it's not patentable. We change it, and we blame that it doesn't work. We blame the molecule. Oh, so it's a little bit of a business. Remember, yeah, longevity is definitely a, a business. Yeah. So, so he changed the traditional resveratrol to something ah, had, had to. I mean, otherwise, to be able to get a patent, he sold the company for seven, uh, seven hundred to, to uh, seven twenty million dollars. So obviously, nobody's going to sell the for this amount of money for something that costs nothing. Like, low dose. those people? Uh, and let, let me let, let's make sure because we we got to be you know we have to be.
1: Careful here. Uh, this is one hundred percent. We're not we're not speculating. Where are we speculating?
0: Yeah, I'm not bad mouthing the company. Uh, I have to say that I don't know um, the what exactly they did, but I definitely know that uh, it wasn't it, it. hasn't been successful introduced into treating diseases like they meant. Understood. Understood. Okay, so so with the so, best so, of my knowledge and what we we, we have uh, on the internet. All right. So let's we talked about
1: the controversy. Let's talk about what you recommend with resveratrol. How you recommend taking it and how you recommend benefiting from. It.
0: Yeah, specific I think, tips. Okay, so let's speak about what the main benefit. Are. Whenever we eat, let's say, highly processed foods or like <laughs> liquid-based nutrition, those foods, they turn on the aging genes. We actually have aging genes that we don't want to turn on if we want to live longer. And when we take resveratrol, it counteracts the, this effect. So the best time to take resveratrol is to take it with a meal that is not the healthiest one, uh, the, the unhealthiest meals of the week. So if but, you're gonna overeat, if you're gonna go out to eat to a restaurant, try yes, the, yes. and would you take the resveratrol before, after, during, uh, I, I think I, th- I take it with a the meal. Uh, there is a case uh, to take it like w- with the first first uh, bite, but to, take, uh, to yeah. take it immediately in the beginning, just to have it ready before the meal comes. But I think even even, afterwards, even immediately afterwards, during, I think it's all fine. I mean... and So, so you're not taking it every single day? You're taking... know, no, no, a- no. And most dangerously, you don't want to take it before exercise. You want to take it after intense... Because exercise. it has adverse effects on, on exercise results? Yeah, because it's uh, antioxidant and it counteracts the stress coming from exercise. A lot of the benefits from exercise are mediated by uh, radi- uh, free radicals and oxidative stress. And remember, resveratrol really, is is hanging inside your body. When you do that, it prevents this stress. you don't want to... I see. So doing antioxidants around, in general, around exercise
1: is not a good idea. Yeah, but better, better after that. And would that. you say, like, what? Is vitamin C, would you consider that an antioxidant?
0: Yeah, and, and, we, and we know that it, if you take it before exercise, it can About 90% Vi- of the improvement. Vitamin C does it. Yes. What about vitamin B? No, no. Vitamin B, all the B vitamins are not, not antioxidants. Okay, so C and resveratrol... E, e, e is worse because E hangs in, in the cell for a long time. Vitamin A... All Those th- are all anti- antioxidants. So resveratrol, you take it after about 20, 24 hours. It's probably out of your system. You can exercise. But vitamin E and A, if you take them chronically, when you're young, uh, they may hang, hang for a little longer. Gotcha. And they counteract a lot of the benefits, like muscle Yeah, and Sure. Like- and we know they increase mortality in healthy people when you take them. Unlike when you take them over A70. Over A70, it's a different dynamic. Actually, they're good for you. Vitamins, which ones? Uh- a- a- C, E,
1: A. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So let's, let's talk about resveratrol. You also
0: mentioned doing a lower dose than is recommended, right? Yes. Um, uh, resveratrol works differently depending on, on the dose. Uh, if you take high dose, it works. Uh, it, it has a, a very a, a drug-like effect. Here, we don't want to imitate drug-like effects. We want just to, to preserve youthfulness. So low dose will do it. And what's the drug-like effect that, that people would have? Um, I, I don't want to uh, promise anything, but it's very promising to, to kill uh, tiny, tiny cancer cells before they become a tumor. So you that's, that, that's, that's being researched right now. Yeah, there, there is a bunch of studies where when you take high dose, it forces cancer cells to die. But it has not no impact on longevity, right? Uh, it, it has because we know it applies pressure or can- on cancer cells to die. Does it mean you're going to live longer? We don't have a direct link, but it would make sense because in medicine, we only catch the cancer once it becomes a, a tumor most of the time. And if resveratrol can help the body do that before it becomes a tumor. And, uh, and, that, and that's being researched quite a bit right now. Yes, it's actually be, uh, been researched as well as uh, actually uh, you know in combination of chemotherapy gotcha. uh, but, but uh, the low dose resveratrol that's specific to longevity correct like that yeah that... For and there's been I studies do do and, do and there's been studies that showed that yeah my studies my studies yeah mice but also in humans we know it activates longevity genes as well it, that's true I mean, yeah, we, we, sure. we know for sure it works in uh, uh in understood. understood um so and then what are the side effects so why do we make this
1: mid-level obviously because of the controversy but the side effects is uh, you know it... the complexity of taking it it's more advanced and, and 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 it inhibits the benefits of exercise right so it, if you it, take it uh, yeah if you take it before, before uh, you, you you know with a lot of these drugs you know i noticed you know metformin and some other ones like that uh supplements you know they have a negative effect and uh, on muscle gain and muscles uh you know strength is one of the mo- most important things that you want to preserve as you age so this gets a bit tricky um i think for the other side effect i heard about resveratrol is uh, it causes like a sensitive stomach right it gives you lo- it's a little individually,
0: bit uh, how, how individually how are you feeling it acidic? is it acidic no, no, no no but it just bothers people's stomachs occasionally It's it's up to to the individual body, I guess. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Maybe if you take it with a meal, you know, maybe there is a difference between empty stomach with a meal, like I I recommend. Understood, understood. So now let's move on to the next one. So
1: alpha-lipolic acid and arlipolic acid, maybe we can talk about them together. So alpha-lipolic acid, it it activates AMPK, which is an enzyme you want to activate for longevity. Um, What is it? What are some of the
0: side effects? Um, I'll let you get into it, Ramon. Uh, First of all, it's a molecule naturally produced by the body. Unlike resveratrol, that's produced by the plants, right? the lipoic acid, alpha-lipoic acid, it's essentially the same molecule. Uh, the, there is a slight difference, I don't want to get into the details, but the main important thing is, uh, alpha-lipoic acid is more practical to activate AMPK and reduce blood sugar. lipoic acid also uh, does uh, what alpha-lipoic acid, but but it, it activates NRF2 better. So it's better uh-huh. for uh, detoxification. Yeah, so if you want to do it... NRF2 is a
1: process, right? It's a process that's super yes. good for longevity. Yes. So, uh-huh. so, and you can take them together,
0: you would recommend? Yeah, I take them together, yeah. You take them both at the same time or like just... just... Uh, yes, I take them both at of the, of, of the same time. Let's say that, you know, you, you, you want to do a detox and you follow some program and they recommend alpha-lipoic acid, then I would buy the R, only the R for detox. I see. Oh, the R is for detox, the alpha is not. NRF2 is a de- also a detoxification uh, pathway. So that's why I said, but, but it's also a longevity pathway, so I okay. take it every day let me let me, let me ask you a question with these two with these two compounds is it a pill or is it is it a, a no no you cannot talk it in a powder it's, it's too acidic i it, i guess it, in my my my, my, my it's house, a pill it's like, yeah it, it's there is a reason why it's called a- acid, acid. understand yeah. but so both are a pill and since it's acidic does it bother your stomach or does it is, is that a potential yeah. side effect if you take like over 600 milligrams it can like uh, i notice uh, uh i i guess it's an individual thing but as you said you know it's acid it's acidic so if you're if you're sensitive to, to that take it with food or take only 300. Uh, 300- I mean, limit the amount of, that you take. I mean, the more acid that you take at one time, uh, the more chances to for a gastric. Understood, step. understood. And let me ask you the last question. It, and, and you want to uh, cycle it. You, you want to maybe every two weeks, I take two days off. Gosh, gosh.
1: What food old. do you take it with? Like what food would you... What, what, food, what food has it? Is, it? is it available
0: in any food? Or this is produced yeah, by the I body? Think, I think in liver a bit, but but the body makes it makes it uh, on its own. But it, it doesn't make it on the amounts that activate longev- longevity as we want. So this triggers AMPK and NRF too? Yeah. Understood, understood. Okay, so now let's talk about carnosine. Yes. So so carnosine is a compound also produced naturally in the body, especially in the muscles. The body actually using carnosine to improve endurance. And mm-hmm. yeah, so when you exercise, you produce a lot, a lot of lactic acid, right? A lot of uh, acidity. There's a buildup in the muscles. That's why we have pain. One of the reasons we have pain. Mm-hmm. And car- uh, the body uses carnosine to ca- counteract that. But what's interesting is that carnosine also has an anti-sugar effect, so it reduces sugar damage. And in essence, it keeps your muscles younger. And also, uh, it, it preserves the skin from uh, having a sugar damage that causes uh, wrinkles. So mm-hmm. it's a very good anti-wrinkles. So does it lower the sugar in your blood? No, no. It just it just pre- prevents the damage from sugar. I see, I see. Uh, and I see you have no side effects
1: here. So there's no. No. And what is it? Is it is it an enzyme, just a molecule or compound? What is carnosine? It
0: yeah, it's a it's a molecule that combines two amino acids. Oh, is it amino acids? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a histidine with um, beta alanine. So it's like, to, uh, it's sitting connected to beta-alanine. Gotcha. Gotcha. And no side, of, no, no, known side effects that you could. Take. Yes. Uh, and by the way, we can, you can, we can actually see we have beta-alanine before that, and uh, uh, two lines underneath. Yeah. So it, it does the, the same thing. The, uh, the reason to take beta-alanine is because you can increase carnosine in the muscles better. So, yeah. I know a lot of people take beta-alanine before working out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what uh, the benefits I mentioned that it counteracts the acid. It gives you more strength because of that. Oh, so I wh- what I like about it is so it's, it's both uh, activate longevity and also helps for endurance. So it's kind of the, the ultimate goal, right? And beta-alanine also very little side effects that you know of. Uh, no, but I guess uh, when you take a lot of powders, uh, you know, maybe you need to drink more water. Uh sure, sure. Yeah. Gotcha. And this one, the cool thing, if you want to look younger, this is a good one to consider, right? It's the carnosine. The beta-alanine especially is, is carnitine in the muscles. Carnitine, you target the entire body. You mm-hmm. target the skin, the brain. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Does it show, has, it been, has it shown results in better uh, brain function as well? What I've seen, it prevents accumulation of, of junk in the brain, so gotcha. we think we think that it helps prevent Alzheimer's disease. Again, it's kind of it's kind of it's anti-junk, it's preventing junk uh, from being created. And what and what about benfotiamine? I see you kind of similar results as yeah. similar benefits as carnosine. Okay, so one of the issues uh, it, it serves the same purpose of reducing sugar damage in a different me- different mechanism. Uh, benfotiamine is okay. So when you eat sugar, then uh, the body uh, tried to get rid of it. So one way we we spoke about it: the muscles are, are absorbing the the sugar. This is good. But what happens if the sugar hangs on and you don't you haven't trained? So, benfotamine is going to convert sugar into something else. Uh, so, is benfotiamine for people that do not exercise? more? I would take it either way. I would take it. I, I take it. I exercise and I take it. Uh, uh, it's going to protect your body from sugar damage, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's very safe. It's simply benfo is a is, is something they added to, to thiamine. Thiamine is vitamin B one. So, in essence, it's a potent vitamin B one. That's that's all there is to it. Mm. I see. I see. So, okay, okay. Yeah, people can think about it as vitamin B one
1: understood understood and then what about um so that's benfotamine and so this has very little side effect it's just part of the b b complex yeah. okay yes. okay so what about uh, acetyl carnitine this one i heard yeah uh, i okay. i heard about this one for the brain It's more like an entropic
0: as well is there yeah any I'm, I'm not sure I, I tell you why because the the acetyl part not the l-carnitine L- uh, build the neurotransmitters for the brain mm-hmm. so <laughs> so that could be uh, the reason it could help in that i think but l-carnitine helps to burn fat and the brain doesn't burn fat so I'm not quite sure about the brain benefits of that. I'm not quite sure. Gotcha. Now this one is interesting because
1: NAD is something we're going to talk about more in an advanced section, but NAD is another very, very popular molecule, is a molecule, right? NAD is a very popular molecule that has been talked about by David Sinclair
0: in the longevity community. So what are the main benefits of NAD? What is the main things that it it does? NAD has two levels that is being used in the body. The first level is simply to give us energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And low dose niacin, for example, I noticed it gave me energy. But the uh, the above function of NAD, it feeds the enzymes that repair your DNA and also the sirtuins, the one that David Sinclair researched. They eat, they consume it. They basically eat it. I see. They move around. So um, by maintaining- NAD, it, NAD does. No, sirtuins-
1: They eat it. But NAD feeds the sirtuins. Yes, yes. So the more NAD you have, the better your sirtuins will perform, the more energy they'll have.
0: For, for sure, they, they won't be hungry, and uh, they could, um, especially as we get get older, they, they get more and more hungry, and they don't function. Because and of, uh, sirtuins are basically the cleanup molecules. They silence aging genes, and uh, they they, 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 colla- they collapse, they protect the, they call it the, the integrity of your chromosome. So, if you look at the young chromosome, you know, the DNA structure is kind of very yeah. tight yeah. in yep. young people, and adults, it begins to become a shoelace. Unravel a little bit. All right. Yes. And um, the sirtuins, they, they keep it tight. They keep it tight, uh, so it, it, it stays young. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, so, so related to, this, so this is the NAD
1: and some people, NAD from what I understand is produced naturally in your body yes. and you need to put in stuff that is going to feed the NAD. Exactly. So things that you've heard about NMN, likely you've heard about NR, NAC, right? Those are all the things. NAC is something else. Different, but NR, NMN. And niacin. And niacin. So this is what we talked about, low dose niacin. Low dose niacin is just part of the B complex. I mean, that's what is it? B6 niacin or B? B3. B3, B3. Let me ask you this question: Is N M N going to just have much much stronger than than low dose niacin, or what's the difference between the two? Uh,
0: there is big difference in a sense that we know N M N works better on the on the nerves, for example, uh, things like that. So, so my wife she had a stroke, and I gave her N M N because of that. I want to boost N A D in the in the neurons. And- oh, N M N will boost the N A D in the neurons. The niacin will Yes. So it's going to increase overall. We know that there is overall status of an AD in the body. You know, just, just one tissue. We need more studies about NMN. There, there is a bunch of studies about niacin. It has been used for over a hundred years. There is a hundred years research on niacin. And, and it that there is very few data. And I know that we don't take, uh, speak about budgets, but uh, if you don't have enough money to buy NMN and you, you want to buy it, all those niacin cost nothing. The, the important thing uh, about niacin is if you take it over a certain um, dosage, it actually, you're going to turn, turn red. Yeah, no, not only that, uh, you're actually going to do some, uh, you're going to have a, a tiny inflammatory effect. Now, yeah. it may, may be benign, but, you know, we don't want to uh, activate inflammation and for no reason. Let's say some people take 500 milligrams and you get a massive amount of um, inflammatory response. You actually, beyond right. red, you actually feel, uh, you know, like... Uh, a little you weird. Have, yeah, you, you feel as like if you have some reaction to something. Yeah, yeah, I've had it. And, and, and I'm not really sure, you know, about what we know about inflammation and aging. I, I want to be on the safe side and just take 50 milligrams uh, and divide it several uh, times uh, a day.
1: Low dose, but that's but that's with very little side effect, you can trigger NAD production. Yes. Boost your NAD levels. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. So that's that's the low dose niacin, this is this might be a safer way to do it than necessarily. You know, like I said, like I know people who do the IVs of the NAD. Why not just do this, right? Yeah. And you yeah. take a low, you take a low dose niacin, right? Yes. yes. Let me ask you this question. So we have the benfotiamine. Uh yeah, Split it up. Got you. Got you. So we have this. We have the benfotiamine, which is B. You said it's B
0: one, right? I get a lot yeah. confused. Uh, niacin is B three. Why not take a B complex? First of all, the benfotiamine doesn't appear in any. B-complexes because a specific type of, um, it doesn't, the, the four specific type of B1. Yeah. Yeah. And, and most of the B-complexes, the they, they don't have the, 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 niacin in the form of nicotinic acid. It has niacinamide or other forms that are not good for NAD. Okay. And you also want, we want, you want to divide it. Uh, you want to use it uh, you so know, to just, separate uh, it out. Pocket, maybe in, in your, you know, in your, in your uh, bag. And you know, whenever you're, whenever I remember just take it. Gotcha. The
1: low dose niacin. Gotcha. Yes. Now this one I've seen a lot of new research on it and uh my studies that actually showed you know promising increases in longevity and this is um this is glycine glycine is an amino acid and um also you can take it in combination with NAC so NAC you said is different than it's not an NAD precursor it's not I'm no, sorry no. it's simply amino acid it's NAC is also an amino acid yeah simple simple amino acid yeah okay so glycine and NAC so so talk about this the, uh, these amino acids have shown you know i think decrease in in my studies in heart disease or something like that, and Maybe uh, with longevity, increased lifespan. In
0: are, you know two to five percent. And
1: any, um, any other effects? Do they do they? Uh, they're they're good for mu- for muscle production, uh, for for building muscle. Because I think it's an amino acid. Yes. This is this one is found, fi- and it's found in collagen, right? Glycine, why not be NEC.
0: Glycine is found in collagen. Okay, and uh, yeah, they've shown in a lot of studies. So I, I take so I take collagen, so I, I don't take glycine, but I do take NEC as a powder form. So. When I take collagen, I also take a, a teaspoon of uh, NAC and put it inside and mix everything together. I basically take collagen strengthened by NAC. Uh-huh.
1: And collagen is the one that has the, you know, it's good could be good for your skin as well. So not and only for will it
0: increase lifespan, you'll look... sure. We have studies that improve uh, skin. Skin. Great, great. Um, any side effects of this? Not in uh, normal um, uh, doses. Healthy, not in healthy individuals. If yeah. you're gonna take, yeah, if you're gonna take like uh, two, uh, 20, mili- uh, 20 grams, maybe it's gonna be too much. Gotcha, you, got you. a question for you: With glycine and NAC, do you cycle it or, or no? It just you can take it every day. Uh, no, no, no.
1: So now let's talk about these other ones. We can just touch upon them. Okay, okay. sulforaphane. I've heard this. This is—is is this the stuff from broccoli, or this is—is is this the compound in yeah, broccoli? It cruciferous, tough, yeah. the, yeah. It's the compound inside of
0: cruciferous vegetables, right? It's the active co- compound. Uh, when you injure the, the plant, it begins to make it active. Gotcha. When it's broccoli, it's inactive. Gotcha. And sulforaphane triggers the NRF2 this pathway, yeah. right? It's it's it triggers it stronger than. Orlopoic acid, uh, about it tw- twice as stronger. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, if you wanna, um,
1: if you wanna basically um, get this from food, just eat a ton of broccoli, right? Broccoli sprouts. Broccoli. You don't have to take it. Like I don't take. Um, I don't take uh, you, eat a t- you eat a lot of broccoli. Yeah, a broccoli. But, you but, but if you, you know that a lot of those cruciferous vegetables, obviously, they can give you some abdominal discomfort. So, if they do that, sulforaphane could be a good idea, right?
0: Yes, yes. It's up to you. You have choices. You can take a supplement. You can take. You can consume broccoli and things like that. These are a quick overview of intermediate supplements for longevity that I've done together with Alex Necrotin, the CEO of UltiSelf. To get the Excel and the full course covering both beginners, intermediate, and aggressive longevity supplements, and the three modules, longevity technologies, testing, and habits you can do now, go to wellnessmessiah.com forward slash course. It's wellnessmessiah.com forward slash course.